What is up, everybody? Hope everyone is doing well out there in the world. Happy Money Wednesday to those who are watching this on a Wednesday. But if those who are watching this on any day that ends in Y, doesn't matter. Money, whatever day. Insert day. So I'm really excited to be streaming this live on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube with my main man, Mr. Brian Bogart. What's up, dude? What's up, brother man? I'm so excited to be here. Today is going to be a fun day where we're going to just riff back and forth. So we're going to add value to anybody who's watching and anybody who's listening. Uh, obviously, we're doing this through Winject, right? So we, we've got a community where podcasters come together to focus on community, collaboration, and collective impact. And so today, what we're going to talk about is a little bit more philosophical. Since we were all literally forced into the world that we're in today, our realities as we know it were ripped and stolen from us about a year ago. Mm -hmm. We've seen people be stuck, we've seen people be motivated, and then we've seen a lot of people pivot and just flourish and grow. And so what we're going to talk about today is where and how to use a virtual world to your advantage. The reality of it is I've been saying for a little while that we always called it a global economy pre-COVID, and it wasn't, right? It, it, it was in the way that we knew it, but we were thinking about it too finite. Now we are truly in a global economy because you can access people across the globe at an instant because we have the use of technology in front of us. Chris is in the UK right now. I'm in Phoenix, Arizona. We are halfway across the world and we're sitting here with you today on the exact same stream, which a year ago may or may not have been possible. And so that's what I wanted to talk about. And I'm just gonna ask Chris, you to just freestyle for a minute. Sure. Where and how did you pivot and where and how have you used this virtual world, this video platform, Zoom, StreamYard, podcasts? How have you used those for your own personal, professional growth, relationships, value, and impact in the last 12 months? It's been not really, most people will probably say this. It was, it's been a huge pivot. It wasn't a big pivot for myself because I've been running businesses virtually now for a while. Um, when COVID kind of took off and everything just went shut down, I was having a conversation um, with the co-host that we had at one point, um, West Bays, he's got his own shows now. The conversation didn't last long. It was pretty much me going, okay, here's what we need to do. Here's how we can go about making that happen. And then the only other tweak was, how can we raise the customer or consumer's experience even higher now since we've been, we put in a lot of work on the virtual side to make sure that, you know, we're, there's no entry barriers to which it's very accessible. And especially with the, the outreach, um, a lot of people, when they go to, try to make pivots and moves in business, especially just think about podcasting for a second. And let's go with just marketing. Marketing, go to email marketing, or you're trying to get ads, Facebook ads, whatever you need to. Do you know what platform it is right now to get 100%, 100% open rate? Which one? Podcast. Yep. Go to your podcast, subscribe to the podcast. You get a notification on your phone. Ding. New show. That's one way to talk directly to your audience and being easily accessible. It doesn't matter who you are. Um, yeah. another, another app has been pretty much taking the world by storm, Clubhouse. I think you're obviously utilizing that platform for good friends of ours, uh, Mike Diamond and Jeff Lopes. Little shout outs to those guys who are obviously working on a different show and, and obviously what we're doing here with Winjek Studios. But anyone and everyone is accessible. The ones that are actually want to tune in to that frequency and tune into that station are the ones that put in the work when no one's watching. And right. I'm going to shine a light on something just real quick. For those who are at a time in their life when they're forced to go back in and trying to figure out who they are and what they're about mm -hmm. and how to get to the right people, mm -hmm. the hardest thing for you is like breakdowns happen 
right before breakthroughs happen, but it's the mm-hmm. ones that lean into that opportunity. That's right. an opportunity for you to really stand out to today's marketplace and leveraging in a virtual world, but you might have, might want to know what the hell you're talking about. And, yeah. I, and I speak this, and I've been screaming that on top of a mountain now for the last five years. For those who have put in the work when no one is watching, and what I mean by no one, just picture like a documentary of someone's filming your life. Would you be doing the same thing you're doing right now? Yeah, man. One of my favorite quotes, by the way, I wish I, I, I still need to look this up because I can never give proper attribution. I'd like to, but people are celebrated in public for what they've practiced in private for years, which is the exact point Robbins. that you just I think it's Tony about. Robbins. I think it's Tony Robbins. Is that Tony Robbins? I don't know. There, it, it, there, it's probably Tony Robbins. He's got 5,000 really great quotes. Yeah, anything really profound is probably Tony Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> some string through Tony yeah. Robbins. But yeah, you right. know, so, so I love that you said you're like, look, I didn't pivot because we were already operating in this space, right? I came from right. the complete opposite side and I wasn't. So what I want to see is from your perspective, before I share how I did those changes, mm-hmm. how have you seen the world respond and how has it taken what you were already doing to the next level in terms of relationships, values, and impact? It just took gasoline and dumped it on an already lit fire for myself. Um, we would have never met probably potentially right. because you were speaking at a lot of events. When I was in the phase of the show, I think I was at season three. So I was just finishing up with the contracts with the trade schools that I sold to the trade schools. And obviously they rebranded and doing their things. Yeah. But I had that structured within the contract. So they were streaming and downloading all the episodes. And I was indirectly training them on how to morally and ethically sell the programs to their future buyers or Mm -hmm. uh, prospective clients or prospective students. So when that happened, I was like, okay, now the world has pivoted and made them a little bit more accessible to find people like yourself to bring onto the show, to really shine a light on someone, display some of their skills and talents to the world. I was like, this is a huge opportunity, Mm -hmm. huge opportunity where if I would have messaged you and have been like, Hey, would you like to come on to the show? No, man, I'm booked for, these events, I'm flying this day, I'm doing this, that you're not going to be that accessible. Everyone is accessible right now. And the only way for really to get yourself, get your name out there in a virtual world and standing out in a crowded space. And yes, it is crowded, but those who stand out are the ones that put in that work and being adaptable to change. Entrepreneurship is all about being adaptable to change. As we're having a conversation right now, you're in Phoenix and I'm in, in London. The world's evolving. Every second it goes by, it changes. Systems change. Systems might change, but value doesn't. Yeah, I dude, I completely I completely agree. I think that you said that perfectly. You know, like I said in the very beginning, I think the world shrunk through this platform. And that's what I love about this is, is I've had more amazing conversations with some of the most incredible people on the planet I've ever met in the span of a year. I mean, I literally, if I looked at the last year, the number of people that have come into my ecosystem through intentionality, through intentional connections, through podcasting, through networking, right? Using the virtual platform globally, the number of people in the last year probably is more than the last five to six years combined in my life in a traditional way, right? I took a, I had a completely different approach than you. To your point, I was like in person on almost everything. Even my coaching, 90% of the time was in person. People would fly in to see me or I'd see people that were in town like, and, and I did very little virtual stuff. And so for me, it was kind of a hard and drastic pivot because I was like, wait a minute. You know, one of my greatest skill sets is, is transferring energy yes. and reading people. And, and I had to figure out how do you do that on camera in a different way? 
Because creating content's one thing, and anybody who's followed me sees there's a ton of content that gets pushed out. But actually having the connection through a screen is completely different when you're on the other side from someone. And, and keeping so, their attention, keeping their attention as well. Yeah, that's right. Keeping their attention, which has to do with transferring energy. It has to do with things. And so I, I you know, to my own detriment, frankly, I completely devalued the virtual stage. And I mean that holistically, not just paid keynotes that are virtual, not, not virtual summits. I, I mean that also podcasting. I mean, legitimately pre-COVID, I think I'd only been on maybe two or three podcasts. And COVID hit, I had a number of live stages get canceled. My coaching started to change because I had to, for people that were out of state or across the globe, figure out how do I do this, not just on the phone, because I don't just rely on the words that I hear somebody say. I actually read people while I'm working with them. Yes. And so I had to really recognize, I mean, there was a probably six to eight week period where I felt like the effectiveness of my coaching took a dip because I hadn't figured out how to consume other people and then how to transfer energy effectively. So the result of that is, can I, I, can, I ask whole... a, can I ask a question real quick, just on Please. that one? Yeah, 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 brother. How did, how did you get it? I mean, because that's, that's a huge opportunity just to share for the listeners who are tuning in today, especially even in, in podcasting. If you don't keep your, I guess you would say your tool sharp and on point and, and with maintenance, and going through and putting in that work, it's an everyday process, just like the, the healing process. You're never healed. It's a healing process. That's right. And we'll be going through. So what were some of the things that you did to get yourself, I guess you would say, back and 100%, I guess you would say, able to function at that level again? So a couple of things. One were intrinsic work where I had to really go inside and figure out, mm -hmm. okay, where and how do I use what's in front of me because it's my only option to highlight my ability to read people. And then the second was, and this, these are intrinsic, right? So I had to really sharpen my skills, hone my focus so that I could tune in on things in a two-dimensional capacity that would normally be three-dimensional. So I had to really understand like how are people actually moving and how can I pick up on those traits so I could use my emotional intelligence to evolve so I could read it in a flat, static environment if they couldn't transfer the energy in a way that I could typically do in person. Mm -hmm. The second was I had to also change the way that I approached how I showed up in the virtual world for myself. I've always had a lot of energy. I've always had the ability to transfer energy in person. I can do that on a stage. I can do that in a room. But you know, you understand what I'm talking about when I say this, because there are people who when they walk in the room, whether they say something or not, you know they're there. A hundred percent. You don't even and have to say much. You don't have to say much. You just, sometimes just their presence. Completely. And so there, that is something that doesn't always translate on screen. So you have to rely even more on your communication ability versus just your energy. There are a lot of times in person, I don't have to say a whole lot. I'll show up and I can kind of be there. But what the virtual world exposed is the difference between people talking and people communicating. Oh, yeah. Right. I think we've seen a whole lot of people who we've always thought were good communicators. The virtual world exposed that they're not actually good communicators. Mm -hmm. Right. There's a lot of gray area in the words that they choose. There's not necessarily a direct linear path to like where they're taking somebody. They they're talk around the things. Same. They yeah, all sound the same. And you can expose that, particularly in salespeople. Right. How many salespeople don't actually have something to say? They just talk a lot to try to show something that's a value, but they rely on their natural human connection and energy to sell. Ooh, well, that's a big thing. Ooh, that's a big thing. I want to touch on that. Just, just that's a freaking landmine you just touched. Yeah. Most people don't talk about these things. If you're a person that comes in counter, comes in contact with salespeople, and you're kind of unsure if you really want to take action on a that whatever program, product, service, yeah. good, whatever that might be, force them and put them in a position 
where you're changing the narrative and you're trying to ask more detailed questions right. about the product services and goods. When you then pay attention to people's behavior, you can start identifying these patterns. And when you put people in a position where they feel uncomfortable, they have go-to sayings. Mm -hmm. If you put them in a situation where they're uncomfortable, they have a go-to to try to get themselves out of it. And I can easily pick them apart that way. 100%. Even when I'm watching people that are trying to post ads and videos on content, they have a certain way they go about communicating that message. But if they're in person, they don't sound that way because they're only surface level. Yeah. Well, it's exposed those that are an inch deep and a mile wide versus those that actually have depth, relevance, yes. and credibility, mm -hmm. right? Because you don't have to fabricate relevance and credibility if you can choose the right words to demonstrate it. Love but it. sometimes you do have to fabricate relevance and credibility if you're only an inch deep. Mm -hmm. And so, so those were things I had to hone. I've always, I always have been a good communicator. And so it wasn't like I had to completely reinvent myself, but it did change the way I communicated in this type of a platform. Now, the tactical ways that I went about doing that were two things. Um, setting up the studio was a game changer mm -hmm. for me, given what I do, right? As a speaker and as a coach, the, the, there's two things. I think life is about how, like first showing up, and then it's second, how do we show up? And then it's third, where do we show up? I'm not going to hit on the last one today, even though that's a piece of this virtual world. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you know, we first have to show up. We've got to be relevant in this world. Then it's how do you show up? Well, I've got a set of standards that I operate by. Right. And what that means to me is when people interact with myself, anything I do, I want it to be high quality, high caliber, absolute impact. I don't want there to be any question about the fact that I take things seriously and I'm going to show up. Now, I operate in T-shirts most days now. That's OK. That's who I am. So that's authentic. But the quality of how I showed up was going to make a difference. And so I, I saw that as a way to differentiate myself. So I invested, researched, learned. I couldn't hire somebody in the beginning of COVID to come in. So I had to educate myself on the foundations and the basics of lighting, sound, and the technical aspects of setting this up. So I've got a virtual studio. That's a real background. It's not virtual. It's six to seven feet behind me. I can intermingle different pieces of it. I also have a DSLR camera with a very specific lens that gives that blurred background so that I pop from the screen. The lighting is set up and the sound is set up. As again, as a speaker, as a coach, right? Mm -hmm. How am I showing up? I want people to be able to see me and absorb me as effectively and as close to in-person as possible. So I want to shorten the curve between the gap yep. between in-person and the virtual world. And it's consistently. And it's consistent 100%. on everything you do. And that's where a lot of people don't, un don't understand when they're trying to maybe post content or going live or whatever they're, they're trying to accomplish, whatever they're, they're trying to focus on overall. They're yeah. not consistent. So when we go live, we go on live at a very uh, certain time, certain days, and talking about certain topics. That's right. For a reason. That's because right. Because it's done by doing those small touch points. What it does to the person consumer watching or consuming that content, video or audio, if they're listening in on the what is it, Winject Radio on our platforms, yeah. if they're consume, however they consume the content, we're meeting them where they are. That's right. So they right. can start mapping out their own calendar and their own schedule to ensure they're there live because that's one thing when you're watching a video it's difficult but we're very conscious of the fact of how we're transferring energy that's right and when i see in the chat box right now like i'm looking over there to the right hand side and just so you, everyone knows what is he looking at i'm looking at the chat box <laughs> so for people that you know i encourage everyone to participate as much as possible you know and typing in whatever you want to say 
And that way we're able to kind of gauge, you know, the impact that we're making with you guys and what you really need from us and not what you want, what you need. That's and right. that's a different when you're when you're looking at that in a virtual world, anyone's accessible if you have something to say. hundred percent. And so it's right how you show up. So this is how I've done that. And I've also now coached a bunch of people on setting up a virtual studio so that they can actually transfer. Well, it mm -hmm. paid for itself in one talk. And I won the talk because <laughs> that, yeah. the other person didn't have the same technology I did, right? And so they said, oh, our people are gonna feel you and, and touch you and experience you better. Now the flip side is, I also needed to absorb the other person on the other side of the screen better. Again, yes. I read people, okay? And so what I've done that's different than I think a lot of people have done, I have a 27 inch iMac and I've got two monitors. And you'd say to yourself, yeah, that sounds great. You've got plenty of room on those screens to be able to absorb people. It's not the same. I was literally two to three feet from the screen and I could not pick up on the micro expressions, the facial connotations, the eye contact in a way that tr was, was shortening that gap more than in person. So you're on a 50 inch television right now, about five feet in front of me. Mm -hmm. You look like you're sitting across the table from me, brother. So every single conversation I have on Zoom, every single talk I'm giving, I can not I only get it for you right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't say it was a good view. I'm just saying. <laughs> I feel bad for you, bro. Like, man, turn it but station. Yeah. But for my coaching, that again, I told you six to eight weeks, I felt like I mm -hmm. couldn't replicate the in-person. This is as close as I can get. And oh, by the way, I don't miss a whole lot now because I can see people mm -hmm. full size. And so it, look for where are the ways that you struggle in your communication, whether they're intrinsic and how do I actually show up and transfer the energy or whether they're external and tactical, whether it be technology, the platforms or what have you. But what we continue to talk about is people are now trained, primed and ready for this type of communication. We're a year mm -hmm. in. Right. Not everybody was as evolved as you were, Chris. Right. So like, that's just a fact. I was, I was archaic in the way I did business and the way that I communicated. And now I've learned how to pivot in this world, but guess what? So has almost everybody cause we've been forced to. Yeah. And so the amount of friction to get to high level, a players, decision makers, or pretty much anybody on the planet is less than it's ever been in history. Mm -hmm. Think about it. If I was trying to get to somebody as a decision maker to, to pitch a product, service, or good, or figure out if there's a relationship, a collaboration opportunity, right? A way that we can add value or, or, or a solution. And I'd say, hey, let's go have lunch. Let's go grab a drink. Let's go grab coffee. Whatever it may be, they're doing the math in their head. Okay, it's probably a 20 to 30 minute commute to get myself out of my office. It's a minimum of 30 minutes typically there, but often it's going to be an hour. So at a minimum, it's two hours, but I'm also taking myself out of my routine so to be able to unload from what I was doing, reload back up, we're probably talking a two and a half hour commitment to meet a new potential person. Right. In right. today's world, you can have a 25 minute meeting with somebody, no risk, no expectation, easy. And if you get 10 minutes in, it's easy to end that call early and rapid. So you're being really efficient and effective with your time. You can also then stack meetings to be able to use your time effectively. So you can take a three hour window and talk to six people in the same amount of time it would have talked to you, taken you to talk to one in the prior world. Mm -hmm. So where and how are we using this technology to benefit and leverage? Because again, our net work is our net worth. Yes. You and I would not be working together if it was not for this world. You and I would not become friends. And oh, by the way, we wouldn't have become business partners. You and I are in business together in more than one entity at this point. And we've never even met each other in person. I know, that's crazy. Would that have happened it? a year ago? Probably not. No, probably not. I mean, because there's a level of, you know, of course, trust and then understanding the person's intentions and, and if there's core values aligned with your core values and the mission. And that's that was done consistently. You know, those needs were met consistently that laid that foundation of trust where 
you know, you told me years ago, I'm like, hey, let's build a million dollar business in a, you know, eight figure type of business with someone that I've never seen and actually had an opportunity to meet in person. That's crazy. Right. But, and that's, that's (laughs) obviously what's led us and it was a major catalyst behind us starting Winject Studios and Podmore and obviously with Adam and Justin and all the great podcasters we have, we understand what's possible and what is possible together. It's we're unstoppable if we're all together. Correct. But we, that's where is plugging them into our channels and getting them to the ones that need to hear their message. Mm -hmm. And that's where I see a lot where we're podcasting. They have a really good message and a really good story behind what they're doing, but then they don't see the instant gratification or instant return on that investment of spending and investing that time of developing a show and no one's listening and no one, they don't know about the show. It's easy to go on social media and go, Hey, I have a show and post a clip. But that's not really going to get people to let, tune into your show. What is the message? And the only way to really do that is well, having, I'm seeing a comment in the chat box, Melissa Stewart. She was on a call yeah. last week with Adam. Freaking phenomenal story. Oh my gosh. She dropped fire on that show. I she came in hot. Love she came in, yeah, she came in hot. She came in hot and spitting fire. That's what's possible. Her coming on the show and doing things with Winject Radio, Winject Studios. We're all resharing. We're at one big, huge community. And that's felt through, you know, repetition. And that's in also being consistent on the approach and really sharing your views when, you know, like myself, like I'm very opinionated. No. uh, Very. (laughs) But that can come across a certain way if you don't have a lot of people backing your true intention and vouching for you. You know what I mean? So that gives me a little bit more, I guess, say freedom to be 100% truly myself. 100%. And but a lot of people we, aren't that way with podcasting because they, they don't feel comfortable of doing that. So yeah. go ahead. But yeah. that's the key, man, who, who you are, right? We just talked about Melissa. I've, I've known Melissa for a few months. And every time I've talked to her, I just love her. She's got amazing energy. She's an incredible human being. She brought her soul to that 10-minute window with Adam last week. And I sent her a note afterwards. Like She literally spoke with absolute conviction and absolute clarity from her story, from her perspective, where she has relevance and credibility. And we saw who she was on a different level. And it was incredible because she connected on a different level because we could see inside of her soul because of how she exposed herself. Mm -hmm. She didn't have vulnerability. You know, she, she, she went in vulnerable. She didn't have armor. She came in and just exposed herself. And that's like, that I think is also part of transferring energy in this virtual world. We already have a barrier between us. So how how about we remove the armor that protects us from our vulnerability as a secondary barrier, right? Think about it. If we, if we're, if none of us come in vulnerable, which that's why you and I caught lightning in a bottle the first time we talked. Both of us were exposed, right? But think about it. If we've already got a barrier because of this virtual world, we're already missing things. And then I have armor and you have armor. We've got three layers we had to get through before we can actually connect. Mm-hmm. Typically in the traditional world, we've got two. But if we can drop that armor and we can recognize it's just technology that's separating us right now, we can connect on a level that we haven't been able to prior. Mm-hmm. It's just math. Okay. Getting in cadence, and obviously that has a lot to do with an emotional intelligence and the work you put in. But we wouldn't have done that because this world, especially right now, and even in the virtual world, there's two sides of every coin, right? Yeah, that's right. But in this virtual world, people are sometimes just so overwhelmed with messages and notifications and not being 100% present. Okay? So let's talk about that just for a second. Being 100% present and in that moment, I have nothing else going on other than being on this live stream with you nothing and i'm not just paying attention to what you're saying and the message that you're delivering 
I'm paying attention to the intention behind it and seeing if there's something else out there for the listeners. Maybe potentially I need to reframe and shine a light on so that way they can grasp the intention and in which I know the intention is pure and it ties into your core values. Yeah. That's what teamwork is all about. Couldn't agree more. It's yeah. the small details. And that's what we do with Winject Studios and every single podcast. What we're starting to do now when we're getting past that first leg, we got, we're beta testing the first 50 shows. We're bringing them on. After that one leg goes through in the first 50 shows, we're opening up the floodgates, 300 to 500 podcasters coming on Winject Studios. We're posting inside the groups, Facebook groups, whatever we're doing. That way we're getting more eyeballs on the shows that actually right. need to be heard because they're purpose-driven. That's 100% right. Yeah, which is why which is why collective what? impact is at the end. Because again, it goes back to together. Man. It goes back to presence. And that's exactly what I'm excited about. I mean, we again, we, we, we launched on kind of a whisper, right, to some insiders in our community. I, I, I think you and I both were like, yeah, this has a lot of potential. But I, I think both you and I were also a little bit surprised. We had so many shows jump on so quick. We had to shut it off. Yeah. We had to shut it off and put a wait list in place because we were like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, we yeah. knew that there was a gap in the marketplace. We were attempting to fill the gap. I think we were like, oh, we'll just incrementally get people on. And all of a sudden, we were flooded with it. And we're like, okay, we got to like, Hold on. Like, all right, guys. We need to calibrate. And, and mm-hmm. so, but what's been fascinating about this is, is it's got its organic elements internally already. Yes. Right? You know, Winject Studios, again, we talked about creating a community first. We're not, we're not creating a network first, although that's a piece that we're going to use to plug people's messages in over the time. Mm-hmm. But... But we're creating a community first because if we bring people together who want to have put good in the world, who want to have impact, we can't lose if we're together and we try to promote and help and empower each other. So we bring these folks together with very little structure, very little guidance right out of the gate. And we already have show swaps going on. We already have guest introductions going on. We already have best in class resources and technology and the ways that we're distributing this and messaging and branding and all these things already happening organically that's outside of this structure we've even put in place which is a beautiful thing, which just goes to show when you bring mission impact driven people together, they're going to figure it out and they're going to work together and collaborate. So again, it's community collaboration, collective impact. And it's people like Melissa, it's people like Jay Jay Share, right? It's people like uh, Jeff Lopes. It's people like Anthony Trucks. It's people like you, Justin, Adam, who are our other two founders that are just going to come in and change the game because we can absolutely blow people up when we recognize that we're blowing each other up. This isn't about like just one person. This is, as you say, right? We all win. Mm-hmm. And it's done, you know, it's, you know, I'm going to keep saying, I'm going to keep going right back to this, but we have to get in cadence. That's right. It's like one heartbeat, one mission went out because we all have to be like beating off that beat of that drum or going off that rhythm and having our fingers on a pulse. Because there's, there's nothing worse for someone that feels alone in this uncertain time and they don't realize that they're one click away from actually meeting phenomenal people That's right. that are really in in a position where all they want to do is help and serve. And I hear a lot of this, and excuse my language, shit on the marketplace today that people say, I want to serve. But you're only serving to those who are actually going to, you can benefit from. Yeah, man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I'm not going to name drop on some of the ones that I've heard say that. But you need to be, how can we make it like accessible to anyone that wants to join? And it's always and forever, as long as we're the, we're here, will ever forever be a free option for yes. those who are just trying to tap into a network and a community first. From that community, collaboration, and then making collective impact, 
because a lot of there's a lot of people right now that are trying to adapt in this virtual world. Maybe they're a coach, pro, they're selling a program, product, service, and good, and they can't get to the right buyer, prospective buyer for themselves. They're they're trying to sell to the the quantity, not quality. Yeah. Right. And getting in front of the right people. This is our way of being able to weed out those clients for you and pointing them in the right direction of those who need their services. And the only way to really break that off on the back end of this is you providing a sales team, providing, and I wouldn't say sales, I'm using qualifiers and coaches are actually really there to assess where they are, give them a diagnosis and point them in the right direction. And that's the only way to make that happen is they say, hey, this is what I do for a living. But if you can't tell me what you do within the next two sentences, there's a good reason why you shouldn't be doing what you're doing right now. That means you're not plugged in to your true essence of who you are as an individual. So it's right. never going to work out for you. You need to shed those layers, get yourself ready, turn the light on, turn the camera on and go. That's right. That is 100% right, man. I, I I say, unless we've got questions from our community, that's a place to wrap because that was a mic drop right there, brother, because that's what this is about. I think we're we're trying to bring people together. And again, my biggest desire is to when when other people win, and and I can celebrate the fact that my wins oh, are actually yeah. their wins. Man, that's the most gratifying feeling on this planet. That's why I do what I do. That's why I am personally on a mission to impact a billion lives over the next twenty five years, as you know. What's going to happen? And, and this happen. is this is a vehicle to help do that. And it doesn't have to be my message. I don't care if I get the credit. It's not about me, right? There's no limit to what one can accomplish as long as they care not who get the credit. And mm -hmm. this to me is about like let's all come together. Let's all collectively impact. We're going to change the world. And it's done, you know, like I keep going all the way back to it. It's done from that one moment. That's right. You just got to show up. And then how so, do you show up? <laughs> yes. 100%. I mean, are you plugged into the right stations? Are you plugged into the right frequency? Like, and tuned into that. So if you're not, the best way to elevate and, and raise your frequency and raising your vibration, elevate someone else. That's right. When you elevate someone else for the greater good of the humanity and want the best for them and shifting into that abundance lifestyle, not just abundance mindset, do you want the best for everyone 100%? They will feel that intention and they'll go, I'll, I don't know why I trust this guy, but I do. You, that's where it comes from. It's trusting your gut. That's your intuition. Mm -hmm. Your mind might be telling you something else, but that voice inside of your mind, that's 99.9%. .9 that's fear. That's not the mm -hmm. voice. That's the voice of fear. The, when it's coming from your gut, it's a very calm voice. That's your intuition is telling you exactly what you need to do. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to force everyone to do that today. Are you alone enough in your own thoughts to really hear and feel your intuition and understand what you need to do? And then you, from there, you can stand out in the marketplace or stand out in a virtual world and realize that, hey... Bogart's accessible. Chris Ross is accessible. You know, um, Adam Shibley is accessible. Justin, we're all, dude, I'm one message away. Yeah, of course there's barriers and there's, I guess you say, boundaries there to make sure that I'm getting to the right people because time is the only non-renewable resource in life. But if you have value, you have impact and you have something to share, I'm always open for that. And I know you are as well. Oh, yeah, man. That's, that's what I'm all about. I want to understand where and how I can help people blow up their impact. That's what it's about. Right. Any last words, man? Uh, man, you wrapped it really solid. I, I think we're just going to have a consistent theme as we continue to do these things. Uh, I think if we if we recognize today some of the themes, right? Um, where and how are you pivoting? Pivoting. Where and how do you show up? Um, and and one, are you showing up? Uh, three, 
are you dialed in with who you are and can, can you, can you communicate that effectively? And then once you have that communication, are, is your mind and your body connected in a way that you can actually listen to who you are and what who you are is telling you to do? I think if you take anything away from this show, it's those four summary points. Just ask yourself those questions. And if you need clarity on that, again, we're one message away. That's right. Um, stay, well, stay tuned for tomorrow's uh, Winject Radio, Winject Studios Live um, with Adam Shibley. He will be shining a light on, I think, about three or four of our podcasters and of her shows on with the community. So stand, stay tuned for that. It's at 11 a.m. Eastern time. So Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, same time, same bad channel. Tune in. Carolyn, hit this music. Let's wrap it. This podcast is part of the Winject Studios Network, where podcasters come together to focus on community, collaboration, and collective impact. For more information on how to apply to join the network, go to www dot winject dot com that's w i n j e c t dot com if you're ready to make a difference through podcasting then we're ready to see you there